Hi. I love you. Thank you. Crashing you into Mr. Wayne. No, please don't. Um... I need you here now, Barry. So you're saying you could travel back in time? But Bruce, I can fix things. I can save people. I can save my mom. I can save your parents. You can also destroy everything. I love you, Mom. I love you, too. So how was it this week? How's school? School was good. Oh, this is mad trippy. Dude, this is catastrophic. This world must die. I'm not gonna lose there again. It's not Clark. My name is Kara. I will help you. Interesting group. Want some help? Wait, he's Batman? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Oh, this rips! We're in uncharted territory. Batman, what do we do? We try not to die. Are you ready? Ready. Let's go. You have fancy friends. Yeah, it was an Uber. Exec. Welcome to Movie Humpers. Uh, you're already completely disinterested in the movie we're going I, to discuss. I uh, Spoil, spoilers. I don't think we're going to go hard with spoilers, but I, I feel think like spoilers are going to happen because we want to talk about some things. Yeah, I'm Angela. I'm Bob Sham. Uh, the sounds, any sounds you hear, might be dogs. Actually, they're not in here. Huh. You shut them out of the room. This is our first at the movies edition in a minute. Yes, but we knew we were going to go see. The Flash. That's right, The Flash. Directed by Andy Machete. Also starring Ezra Miller, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, Sasha Cowley, Michael Shannon, Ron Livingston, and Mary Bell Verdu. Mm. And this movie took like six years to make. I think it went through it went through at least four directors. Mm-hmm. There's at least um four writers attached to this. In those four years, they still only got Gal Gadot for one day. And this movie went back for reshoots. I think the plot changed even after they shot some things. Whenever you got it, whenever it takes this long and this many directors and this many writers, this many reshoots, it's going to have problems. But I got to say that my expectations were so fucking low. I thought we were going to be walking into like, the cinematic equivalent of like a baby pool full of diarrhea. Oh God. And I can say that my expectations are so low that it was above my expectations. So I think the movie did benefit that in some way, but there are definitely, as you can imagine, some problems. I, this is my first 
outside of a Suicide Squad, I guess. I think this is my first DC superhero movie. The first Suicide Squad. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I haven't watched the Ben Affleck Batman. I haven't watched. This is better I, well, I've than seen, Suicide I've seen the Wonder Squad. Woman movies. I've seen the Wonder Woman movies. Better than the first Suicide Squad, yes. The second one was better. Yeah. Um, but I didn't watch the Batmans. I didn't watch the Supermans. Um, I did see Aquaman, I guess. I did not have high expectations, but usually I can at least have fun watching a movie like this. And I was the antsiest I have ever been in a movie during this. I wanted to <laughs> get up and walk around. Like, I needed something to do. There were so many times where I was like, why are we even watching this fight? Like, can I not, can we not just tell the story and be done? And there was a story here. There was a story. The outline of a story, the story parts that were specifically about Barry Allen, the Flash, and his mother and stuff. I, I really know complaints with what I saw could have been the good story. But I think what's weird about this movie is that it felt like we were watching the third Flash movie. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And where yes. the first movie should truly have kind of like focused on, we're not really focusing on a character for like half this movie. It's almost like a Batman movie as well. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of an issue. And it's also hitting on the nostalgia. We all know Michael Keaton is in this movie. I, when we watched the Spider-Man movie, Far From Home, and the other Spider-Man that we knew from back when, when they appeared, like, people were applauding. It was fun. I loved that. But I have to question where I felt like the movie succeeded in that better than this one. But I, I still have to question the effectiveness of a single film that requires you to watch five other movies to get the emotional beat. Um, but, of course, these movies now, much like the comics that they come from, uh, are now constantly overlapping, constantly connecting. Mm -hmm. They feel the need to do so. And sometimes it seems kind of fun, but there are other times where it almost seems uh, like maybe you should focus on getting your characters over before you really dogpile. And we, we knew this was going to happen. This movie is essentially setting up the James Gunn universe. Yeah, so, so, so we're fucking up the whole multiverse. So what works in the old DCU will probably stick around your Aquamans. I assume Flash will be hanging around. This new Supergirl we meet, she'll probably be involved. Uh, ben Affleck ain't going to be Batman anymore. Uh, no joke. We won't say. Yeah, we won't. We'll, we'll leave some <laughs> things out. Sad Boy Batman movies that are coming out, those I think are separate. They are separate. So they're not, I don't think they're going to connect. Nor should they. No, they shouldn't. And that might be why that's a little bit higher in terms of a little bit more interesting than these for that reason. So, The Flash. The Flash. Uh, His mother died. We know that we watched that show for like three. For a little while. For th it went on more than three years. We watched it about three years. Yeah. Let me, let me do the first complaint of The Flash. Okay. That costume sucks. It looks like shit. And then the the Flash TV show that he was just wearing spandex looked way better than what we're looking at here. That show's not bad. We never finished. We never watched more than three seasons, but it wasn't a bad show. 
No, it wasn't. And as a as a comic book fan going back, I've always had a lot of love for the Flash character. So, yeah. but um, you know, I've just been I've put my hand on the stove too many times at this point. Another complaint? Mm-hmm. I don't understand the way he runs. He looks like he's swimming. There is part where he runs like a normal person. And he's just a goofy motherfucker. That was the the director's choice. And what we see is uh, when Flash moves quickly, that suddenly everything around him reverts to PlayStation 3 level graphics. Oh, my God. And apparently this was a choice. It looked so bad. To where things look less refined when you're moving quickly. But... Let me tell you, this perception of what you think a realistic visual for someone running at hyperspeed... We don't care. That's not necessary in a movie about superheroes. You pick the thing that looks the coolest because it looked like shit. It looked like dog shit. I actually leaned over to you in in the first big scene where he's freezing or slowing down time exponentially. I actually leaned over to you and said, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. It just looked like... It looked like everyone was made out of rubber. Mm-hmm. It just... It wasn't good. It was an uncanny valley thing. And, yeah. And to appara- the point where I was like, I hate this valley. And apparently it was a uh, choice, but perhaps that choice is an excuse to not have one more run over with the CGI to refine everything. But when you're already dealing with fucking people that can run faster than the speed of light... Like, just do the thing that looks the best. Mm -hmm. Don't give us PlayStation 3. Low-level PlayStation 3. So there's that. There's tons of that. And the although where he's saving the babies, I thought was funny. Mm -hmm. But it looked weird. It looks terrible. Incredibly weird. And there's also this issue where I kind of like where he has to eat to keep up his metabolism. I like that. And it's like, bro, just zoom into a Publix or Ralph's or wherever your local grocery is. Eat up all the sandwiches in the deli and you're good. Like, Mm -hmm. why are you having a problem here? Are you going to like sit here? If you really feel that bad about stealing food, just pay it back later. Yeah. Go behind the counter, make your own goddamn sandwich and leave a tin on the counter. When he's looking for food, I'm like, just steal food at the at the speed of light steal food and then he does have to steal food from people here and there mm-hmm. so i kind of like that idea but it's like the execution is strange mm-hmm. uh so and ben affleck reprises his role as batman mm-hmm. uh and we get some action sequences on a bridge where they save folks and then wonder woman shows up to do the last minute save to keep the chemical weapons from poisoning gotham harbor or whatever I feel like the first Wonder Woman movie, it had like a charming cast. That's all it was. It wasn't story. It was a cast. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. The charming cast, and they all seemed to like each other. The second one was is universally like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And watching Gal Gadot, it's like, she looks like Wonder Woman. She's very pretty, and there is nothing else there. No. There is nothing else there. No. There is no charm with these characters. Now, we're going to get into uh, the last month. I'll go ahead and give you all a preview. The last month of summer is going to be superhero movies. We're going to revisit the Richard Donner Supermans mm-hmm. and the uh, Christopher Reeve, Margot Kidder scenes 
are a fucking lesson in charm and character interactions. Yeah. yeah. Those movies are great for that chemistry alone. Mm-hmm. And that is a genuine issue that I'm having here. And even like thinking of the Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland and Zendaya, they're together, but I felt like it wasn't even that strong there, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, fair. These, fair. these superhero movies do not have like, even like thinking of Avengers movies where Black Widow is supposed to be like in the Hulk, and it's like, that shit is not coming across at no, all in these right. movies. It's not. Maybe it's because they're all just standing in a giant green screen and they can't feel anything because Mm -hmm. there's no sets to these fucking movies anymore the most believable love scene is in aquaman when all those women are singing to him (laughs) is it just that was the fucking justice league in the justice league zack snyder cut like in the water and i haven't seen the zack snyder cut this is in the actual movie i showed you that oh it wasn't it's not in okay i just i inserted it into the movie because it was so funny this drawn out but it was I loved it. (laughs) It was convincing that they did love him at least. Scandinavian harem. But compared to this movie and the chemistry between Barry and Iris in this movie and Zendaya and Tom Holland in that movie, they had fucking fireworks. There was nothing. We see Aquaman for one second, better than all of them. Yeah, because he plays drunk. Yeah, Um, but he's just, he's charismatic. I will say that Barry wasn't as annoying to me as he was in the Zack Snyder movies. I will put this movie above all the Zack Snyder movies. Fair. Did this same guy play him? Yes, Ezra Miller. Oh, see, I haven't. I didn't know. Who apparently had a whole host of issues that I honestly did not get into. But I don't know. One one compliment to Ezra Miller is that he played different versions of himself. Yeah. In this movie, on different timelines, and I thought he did a good job. And we, yeah, we. we this is a time travel movie essentially, and. Well, it starts to be a time travel movie, and then it's like a tangential alternate dimension movie because uh, Barry, he goes back in time and saves his mother by making sure that his dad didn't forget the can of tomatoes because that leads him to leave, which she gets murdered, and he's locked up. This is kind of a fairly infamous Flash angle. We saw that in the old shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He always has wanted to go back and save her. And so... He goes back and he does change things and she survives. Well, he meets himself. And what's weird is he feels the need. He he meets himself. He doesn't get the flash powers because his mother, the thing that get, led to him being becoming the flash didn't happen. But Because he doesn't become obsessed with forensic science. So Barry's freaking out. He figured out a way to do something very small that wouldn't get him noticed. So maybe it wouldn't fuck everything up. But then he encounters himself. And then it's like, but then I'm thinking like, Barry, why didn't you just like, when you saw your own self come into the house, just run away? Exactly. But instead he like tackled him. And And then there's this idea that he has to have the other Barry get flash powers so that he can say, but if you, but, That's not how it but works. you change history, you yeah. change history. But then we discover it's a whole tangential straight timeline because in this world, Eric Stoltz, who really was up to play Marty McFly, 
but was replaced by Michael J. Fox. Well, in this universe, Eric Stoltz did play Michael J. Fox. And Michael J. Fox was in Footloose. Mm -hmm. That little trail was maybe the most delightful part of this movie for me. Them just talking about yeah the just the little shift it was just a little shift of all these actors what they ended up doing and the and he discovers that the justice league never existed yeah. oh, batman did but batman but not the whole and thing. we discover that it's the keaton batman the tim burton era batman this is i guess that world yeah. also general zod who's played by michael shannon uh he comes into this world like the same way he did in Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. Michael Shannon, the best part of Man of Steel, and the one person that I rooted for through this whole movie. And I also rooted for him at the big climactic fight scene. Yeah. As we... Because you find out that there are inevitabilities. Yeah. There are certain things that no matter how you change the timeline, those things are still going to happen. Certain people are going to die. Certain things are going to happen at different times, and you can't change them no matter what you do. But Barry makes sure that this other Barry gets the powers, which he would not have done yeah. if he hadn't been there. But then there's things like Zod showing up, inevitable. Yeah, That's always going to happen on the same day at the same time. Mm. The thunderstorm that gave Barry his powers happened on the same day at the same time. It was just, where is Barry when that happens, mm. right? Um, so that was interesting to me, although there is like kind of a speech where they talk about, but if that's true, then that means that fate is real. Sure. I think they kind of stumble upon that. I think they do mention that. Yeah. It's when, yeah. When he's hooked up with Batman. So they go to Michael Keaton and Michael Keaton, they, they kind of, uh, uh, or Michael Keaton, Batman, there's not an audience applause for this one. And I think it's because if you remember the, the Spider-Man far from home, they weren't in the trailers. Yeah, they made it very clear that Michael Keaton was in this movie. Yeah, so it wasn't like a surprise like it was in the in that Spider the Spider Man movies. They could have because the first like entire scene with him, you don't see his face. He's like an old man, long hair, beard. He's abandoned. This castle is decrepit. Yeah. But the Danny Elfman music is playing as he's walking up to the. But castle. if you didn't know, you might be like, "Oh God, is that what's going to happen? Is that going to happen?" But you don't get that. Yeah. You don't get the chance to be excited. Imagine if they did successfully keep that under wraps. Because you had Batfleck, right? Yeah. You could have just shoved him in the trailer. And then the, the Michael Keaton Batman would have been a complete surprise. Just like in the Spider-Man movies. But they didn't do that. I think that it was marketing. I well, think of that they, But I think that they didn't have enough faith. Like, I think they knew that that would bring some people to see that movie. The other thing brought people to the Spider-Man movie, it's just that when people went to go see it, then they were like, yo, like, Andrew Garfield and your boy. Yeah. Well, I'm forgetting his name. Are They show up in this Toby movie. McGuire. And then the next weekend, people start going to see yeah. it again. And, and I think you, I think you would have gotten the same thing. And this movie made... I mean, this movie is, uh, is around two hundred million to make. I think opening holiday weekend, it was about one hundred thirty million dollars. So, oh, it seems like it will make its money in the long run, but it's being called a flop because it only made a hundred and thirty million dollars. Well, when you invest a disgusting amount of money into something, you you're gonna fail unless you make a disgusting amount of money. I think people who 
make these movies and people who also write about these movies need to stop being shocked when they no longer make a quarter of a billion dollars. They might do more. Some every once in a while might, but we are in an era of superhero fatigue. Yeah. But unfortunately, it doesn't seem like other genres of movies are coming up to compensate for it. It doesn't seem like we're going in other directions. I do still suspect that the Barbie movie is going to end up being huge. That will be, I think, I, I think that's going to be the biggest movie of the summer. I do genuinely predict that, but we get into the climactic fight scene. I mean, we, we all see where this is going. Mm-hmm. They end up rescuing who they think is going to be Superman as Supergirl. And we get, also there's like a dark flash, which the person that we watched the movie with, our friendship, he called him Gross Flash. Mm-hmm. So I think it should be called just Gross Flash yeah, from like here that. on. And we're not going to get too much into it. It's kind of interesting. It's not completely... It's In terms of the outline of the time travel story itself, I'm not going to say it's bad. You know, I was kind of comparing this movie in my head to uh, Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, right? Mm-hmm. A movie that I also think pretty much sucks. But Doctor Strange, that movie looks better than this one. Yes. But the story is made here is slightly better than yeah Doctor i agree Strange. i agree so they're kind of better. they're kind of like uh two sides of like the inverted version of another yeah but again the story is also bogged down in like a nostalgia dump and speaking of nostalgia dump we get the multiverse appears and i think this is kind of obvious people are kind of talking about this so we see representatives uh, that have played dc characters throughout history obviously it's meant to be an homage but there are a lot of mixed feelings about it, including myself. He had a George Reeves who played Superman in like the fifties, right on the black and white TV show playing Superman kind of essentially, he was not able to do much after that career. He took his own life. So it's even hard to say like if he would, uh, if, if being Superman was even a positive thing for him, we saw Christopher Reeve, Superman. This is all CGI, and it all looks kind of shitty. Helen Slater. And Helen Slater, who played Supergirl, which you're obsessed with that movie. You're like the only person I ever hear talk I about that movie. I watched it so many times. We get a um, a CGI Nicolas Cage Superman, which Tim Burton was... I don't know how many people know this, but Tim Burton was set to make a Superman where he, the life and death of Superman, where that had, again... A lot of writers shuffling through it, and he was going to fight a giant spider. And so the scene we get is a Nick Cage Superman fighting a giant spider, and but it's CGI Nick Cage, and so it's so weird. So that that seems like a kind of a deep cut Easter egg if you know it. I don't know if the average moviegoer would be like, "Why are we getting a Nick Cage Superman?" That has to be very strange to observe yeah. without knowing that history. You would have to either be a really big Kevin Smith fan, yeah, a really big uh, Tim Burton fan, or a really big, you know, like just to where you've read everything about any project Nicolas Cage ever tried to do. Why didn't they put Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern in here or Holly Berry Catwoman? Maybe like a Shaquille O'Neal steal. Mm. Don't right? even know that one. So there you go. That's The Flash. Mm-hmm. And uh, we won't tell any more. It's kind of what you would expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we will hump this movie at hyperspeed. We will hump this movie faster than the speed of light. Okay. Uh, you give it one through five. I give it one through five. 
combined for best out of 10. Okay. And uh, yeah, go ahead. 2.25. 2.25. Sounds about right, honestly. The outline of the story we saw, there was something there, mm-hmm. but but it kind of missed it a lot more than it nailed it, to be honest. Yeah, and I think it's just a little below average because of just how terrible some of it looked. And I think the the idea that, that after the movie was said and done, I really wanted it to just be more flash-focused, to like lean in more on that. Because like I said in the beginning, this felt like we were getting like this was should be like the third flash movie or something right yeah it's just just squeezing all this shit together when we really haven't even sat with this character the ezra miller flash for any real significant amount of time what could be a heartwarming story between a man a flash trying to bring his mother back to life and get his dad and those beats kind of did work Mm mm-hmm those emotional beats kind of did work that showed that. And then you think about where it all went after that. And it's just like, it eclipsed itself. It's a movie that kind of got in its own way. Yeah. So I'll, yeah, 2.25. And that makes it a 4.5 out of 10. That makes it a C tier movie. Flash by Andy Machete is between Kate plays Christine by Robert Green and above a uh, bit. The, le- okay. the lesbian vampire movie. <laughs> Okay. So Flash does edge out bit. Uh, there is more heart in Flash. Yeah, there there's definitely bit. more heart in Flash. I would actually honestly say this is probably for me better than Kate plays Christine, but well, it it's takes, where it fell. It takes two people to judge a movie. I know. So look at that. So far, The Flash is our seventh best C-tier movie. <laughs> Could have been better. There was most potential here. Mm-hmm. There was potential here. And a quality, consistently heartfelt superhero movie, bogged down in shit CGI, bad costumes, forced nostalgia. You really didn't need it, to be quite honest. So, like like a convergence of movie without even really establishing the character that we had, which is a fun character in terms Mm -hmm. of comic book fun, you know. But there we go. So check the show notes. Uh, for places and links to find us. Death to all traitors. Death to all traitors.